Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. Cha-ching. <laughs> You can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I used to write this next sentence, so check this out. Generate instant, personalised results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long-form text. Squarespace AI, Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. <laughs> And edit it. <laughs> hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music or ebooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. <laughs> <laughs> and you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Hello and welcome to another episode of Do Go On. My name is Dave Warnicky and I'm here with Matt Jess. You never know which one I said first. It's said Matt. Matt. You, you said, said Matt, Matt first. Been, yeah, Matt Jess. Like Matt Jess. Combine us into one. No, nah, right, if you can go back to the tape, it's actually this. Jess, Matt Jess. Oh. And I'm here with uh, Jess Perkins and Matt Stewart. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Sick of playing favourites, you know? But, I mean... Well, you got to start I mean, with one of us. I know, you got to start with one. Dave, go into your head. Who's your favourite? Uh, Ship before the shovel. Alf- alphabetical. Numerologically. Dave, Ooh. Dave, Dave. Gun to your head, pick mm-hmm. a favourite, go. Kill you both and live. Ah. Okay, the gun was to your head, but somehow we're dead. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've disarmed the, the okay, person well, with the gun. You've lost us I've, already. I've shot them. I've shot both of you with one bullet because there was only two, and now I have wa- walked for a free man. I don't yeah, think that's... Well, you didn't have to kill us. We were, in this scenario, you weren't even saying we had the gun. All right. I'm a free man. I didn't say I didn't make a mistake. <laughs> And then another mistake straight after. Oh, I really regret asking that question. Yeah, that's a bit grim, actually. That really Dave. bummed me out. 
Yeah. All right. N- never put a gun to Dave's head and make him answer that. Yeah, it doesn't end well. Yeah, because I'll kill everyone but me. Okay. Right. Well. Hey, Dave, do you have any more exciting news than that? <laughs> than your your uh, deep, dark death Oh uh, Yeah, pretty excited for the new James Bond movie. Not long now. Okay. We'll have to update the James Bond episode from a couple of years ago. Yeah, that's right. Who did that? Was I, it Dave? I did it. You did it. We d- and then we went downstairs for the Stupid Old Studios Christmas party. That's why I remember that one pretty well. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> All do right. Not, do not recall. <laughs> All right, gun to my head. I'll tell you what I'm, what, what's really been going on behind the scenes what's here. What's going on? So this show, some people may know, is supported by people through Patreon, where people can chip in a few bucks a month in exchange for rewards and also the fact, the knowledge that they're keeping us going, which is very, very nice. And uh, every now and then we set a goal, an overall goal, sort of like a, a crowdfunding type thing. You hit that goal, we do something new. Mm-hmm. Previous goals, we said we'd do a web series. That yeah. was the, a few months ago we hit that. And guess what? Announcement, we filmed it. We filmed it, yeah. We f- when did we film it? Was it late Just, last year? Uh, November. It was Literally three days before we went to the UK. Oh, it was right. the craziest time of our entire life. Yeah, it was so stressful. We had to work on that but also have nine <laughs> reports ready to go for the live tour. <laughs> yes. So there's, so there's at least nine episodes of that in the, in the editing suite. Yeah, hopefully coming out in the next couple of months. Annoying that there's nine, but... I didn't want to do any more work. Right. Nine, but we might do a promo video, so it'd be ten all up. Yes, thank you. We thought and, about this. And the goal before that, what was that, Dave? It was an American tour. Yeah, North American tour, which we have been, I know we've been working on for a long time, to be honest, because visa stuff, especially with the United States of America, is very, very difficult. But we are closer now mm-hmm. than we've ever been before. Don't want to give away too much just in case it falls through, but we are confident that we're going to get to North America this year. Yes. We both don't want to get our hopes or your hopes Yeah, that's up, right. Because we, we want feel... it probably more than anyone else in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it would be my dream come true. Comedy in America, the home of comedy. They but... were the first people to do something funny. Then what would you do? do you know that? What would you yeah. do once, you'd, or once you've achieved your life goal? Oh, I've got other goals. Oh. I've never met Frankie Peckett, for instance. Uh-huh. Um, really? Yeah, there's plenty of things to tick off the list. Imagine meeting Mossy one day. Yeah, wow. I've seen him live twice in the last few months. That's so. kind of like meeting. Yeah. But anyway, point is... Point is, we've got a new goal. Yes. Because we all... I mean, oh. I'd forgotten about this. I was yeah, right. like, oh, yeah, we're just updating it about America. You get a goal, you take the goal. You get a new goal. Okay. Is this some sort of sporting parlance? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're going for? Well, for a long time, especially you two, have been asked many. Every time we do a live show, people say, mm. "When's it coming? When's the next podcast coming?" You've got book cheat, you got primates, you got listen now. But when are we going to hear phrasing the bar, <laughs> the podcast that you guys talked about on one of Matt's primate shows? Yeah, maybe episode six. <laughs> many, very early, very on. early, many, many moons ago, uh, a podcast exclusively devoted to the films of Brendan Fraser. Also, yeah. can I point out too that I. I remember on that episode being like, oh, what would we even call it? And you just straight off the bat, Matt, went phrasing the bar. And I thought, of course, I feel like an idiot. You yeah. nailed it in one go. It was the fastest I've ever seen your brain work. But um, it's been locked in now. Jeez, <laughs> if I had another crack at it, I'd probably come up with something else like uh, Brending Over or... Um... Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's good. Uh, Fraser... Uh, f- uh, Every pencil has a, a phraser. Mm-hmm. That's why pencils have a phrases. You know, there's. A, I'm just saying there's plenty of options. Yeah, Hell yeah. Fraser. Hell Fraser is good. Fraser just, Island. It's just oh, an island. Yes. Yeah. 
Anyway, the point is <laughs> that we've got a new Patreon goal. Yep. And I think it was saying we're about 80% of the way to it. And if we hit it, we're going to start doing a third Patreon bonus episode a month. And that episode is going to be a bit of a coincidence, actually, because we're just talking about it. <laughs> but it's going to be an episode of Phrasing the Bar. That's right. So that'll be an exclusive Patreon series. Yeah. So once a month, we're going to go through all of his films <laughs> in order. And what have we worked out? There's about 50 of them about 50. so far. Yeah. So we'll get there over many years. Yes. yes. Uh, and that, that goes along with the monthly bonus mini report that we do. Yeah. Which usually goes for about close to an hour. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Super mini. so it's kind of win-win. If you're already a, a Patreon who gets the bonus episodes, uh, you're going to be getting another one, which is great. If you're not a Patreon, um, you can sign up and you'll be getting three, which is huge. Yes. Um, and you get heaps of other fun stuff too. So you should definitely head on over there if you can. If you That's want right. Patreon.com slash pod is the place you've got to go to. And, uh, yeah, it all helps. It keeps the pod going. We haven't missed a week in nearly four and a half years now, mainly because of those people. Yes. For sure. Uh, so thank you so much to the Patreons. Also, uh, while we're talking about exciting stuff, we're doing live shows at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. We're doing four of them. Mm-hmm. And they're on Saturday afternoons at the European Beer Cafe. And they're going to be, I don't want to talk it up too much, but the best four days of our lives. Yep. I think so. And you can get tickets for that via comedyfestival.com or dogoonpod.com. There'll be a link on there as well. And Jess and I are both doing stand-up comedy shows right throughout the whole festival. Jess is doing her first ever show. First and last, baby. So we've got to get behind it. <laughs> please come. Go oh, out with oh, a bang. Please. Come in yeah. with a bang. Come in and leave. I'm going. I'm in and out. Bang, bang. So our, our podcast is on Saturdays at 2-something? Two 2 o'clock. Two. Two Bang o'clock. on. Jess is on at 6. I'm on at 7. You could do all three in one day if you want to do a Saturday. That's right. Have a beer at the beer cafe afterwards and then mosey on down to Jess's show. Yeah. And you can, so you can find out details for all those shows at uh, comedyfestival.com.au or at jessperkins.com.au mm-hmm. or com. Anyway, Dave, we should do this mother flipping show. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> because we're not at Phrasing the Bar just yet. But we are here at Do Go On, and uh, on this show we take it in turns to report on a topic suggested by a listener most of the time, and uh, it is Jess's turn to report on a topic, and usually uh, two out of three of us will have a question. Jess is the exception to the rule. I just wrote it ten minutes ago, remember? Well, she's going to ask us a question to get us onto the topic. I'm excited. Good for you. My question is... (laughs) This is going to be good. This is so dumb. We'll be the judge of that. <laughs> My question is, <clears throat> who is your daddy and what does he do? Oh. Uh, Martin Warnicke, teacher, <laughs> retired. Paul Stewart, teacher, retired. <laughs> Are you doing a report on Arnie? Yes. <laughs> yes. My hero. Uh, I say with trepidation in case of he's done some bad stuff as well. But also, what a cool guy. Cool guy. Do you know much about... His like early life. Uh, yes. Okay. So, some stuff. Matt, do you know much? I think he's Austrian. Very and, good. Great start. Uh, he he left with stars in his eyes and a dream in his heart mm-hmm. and a pair of socks in his backpack. Yeah, and a couple and, of big big biceps. Yeah, I I don't know much about it. I know that he had a he he was very driven. But I don't know anything about the specifics. Yeah, I can't say. I mean, obviously I'm familiar with his work. Of are you, course. Are you familiar with his uh, autobiography? No, I haven't read you it. You know what it's called? 
Uh, hang on. One was called. He's written a couple. Is it called Total Recall? Total Recall. Yeah. Incredible title. Because it was the name of one of his films. Yeah, take it as that. With the woman with three boobs. <laughs> and then, um, that's true. That... Anyone, I mean, oh, that's all that I remember about that film. And I've never seen it. Oh, really? <laughs> I have. Uh, I don't think I have either. What about the malfunctioning lady that goes, Oh, uh, that rings a bell. She's a robot. Hmm. That's a fun. That sounds like a, the name of a painting. The malfunctioning lady. And that noise was fun. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Is that, like is that going to be featured in the, uh, in the episode? It is now. Great. Because, um, yeah, I didn't know um, – I mean, yeah, I, I'm familiar with his work, of course, but I didn't know a lot about him. And I've also just realised I did not write down who has suggested him. So let's find out now. Okay, it's a, it's a few people. Here is we it go. me? I would have suggested it because I think he's great. <laughs> yeah. I okay. did one time at um, – there was – what was his famous documentary from the olden days? It was Pumping of, Iron. Pumping Iron. I watched I will talk a about. chunk of that uh, at the Meredith Music Festival. They have a like a an outdoor cinema around the back somewhere in the forest area. And I watched that one night. That was pretty cool watching that out under the stars. I think that's the only film of his I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> that and Twins. So there are a few people that have suggested this topic. Uh, Gregory Gritman. It's one of them. Uh, ben Ward has also suggested it. Uh, Matthew Beeling, uh, Robert Riddell. Robert Riddell. Andrew Cox. The Riddler. Thomas Doppelwriter. Wow's. Doppelwriter. I, I may. I probably said that wrong, Thomas. I'm sorry. It's also been suggested by Ali. And finally, it has been suggested by John Collins. So a bunch John of people Collins. have suggested this as a topic. He sounds like he was a, an historical figure. Hello, I'm John Collins. It's a great is that, group. Is that how you were imagining his name? Uh, I was his a, accent also? Yeah, I'm John Collins. Yeah, I imagine charmed, I'm sure. Charmed, I'm sure. I think I'm I've right. got a horse out the front. And one out the back. Want to meet them? <laughs> <laughs> It'll cost you. <laughs> so he's crazy. Yeah. He's part of, a circus. part of a circus. He's charging you to meet his horse. How much? Three hundred dollars. Wow, it's got to be. I mean, <laughs> to you, meet the horse, you'd hear that and go, "Well, I mean, it's got to be so good." Yeah, it's probably worth it. <laughs> but, then you, but then you'd see that he wasn't wearing pants, and you'd go, "Okay, all right, dodged a bullet here." Yeah. John is crazy. No, I'm giving him my money. <laughs> Three hundred to meet the horse. Six hundred to eat the horse. <laughs> Only six hundred. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot of meat. It'll last you. Anyway, yeah, don't want, yuck, don't want to do that. Anyway, so thank you to those people who have suggested this as a topic. Um, let's let's explore. <laughs> don't, don't explore. I was going to say, please, indulge. Oh, thank you so much. Okay. There were some great names in there, Jess. Great names. I just want to stress that. Yeah. Who was that? Robert Riddell? Yeah, it's a good one. Doppelwriter. Doppelwriter. Gregory Gritman. What about Arnold? I love the, the alliteratory ones. What about Arnold Alois Schwarzenegger? Oh, ding, ding, ding. We have a new That's winner. his middle name is Alois. Alois. Mm. Did not know that. That's good. Alois. Do it. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Gotcha. He was born on the 30th of July, 1947, in Thal, in Styria. Uh, to Aurelia and Gustav Schwarzenegger. Um, Thal is a small village about 3.2 k's or two miles west from Graz, which is the second largest city in Austria. It's so small that the population in 2014, uh, on the 2014 census was 2,240 people. I thought wow. it was going to be so small the population was negative 47. Wow, that's low. <laughs> they had to start counting the cemetery. Ghost town. <laughs> 
That's like Count of the Ghosts. I've n- I, this may be embarrassing. I've never heard Graz said out loud. Me either. I think in my head I would have said Graz. Oh, yeah. Look, who knows what it is. Didn't reckon- look it up. Probably oh. Graz. If I'm wrong, sorry about that. But, you if know, you wrong, try saying Woolamaloo. It's okay? actually. <laughs> we all have weird yeah, sounding places, okay. all right? Go, get off my case. Woolamaloo is fantastic. It's so fun. It's fun to read, fun to say. Um, his father was the local chief of police and had held a high rank while, while he served in World War II after voluntarily joining the Nazi Party in 1938. Ah. Uh, not great. I mean, he's not the only Austrian to do that. Because Hitler did. Yeah. <laughs> that was a <the> joke there. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God, that's it. So I was like, all right. Yeah, I'm sure he wasn't. I would have mentioned it in my research if he was the only one. I'm sure I would have found it. So, yeah, it probably wasn't, Dave. Just the oh, two. Oh, Hitler. Okay. Yep, 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 yep. Um, so uh, Gustav suffered recurring bouts of malaria while in the war, which led to his discharge in February of 1944. What colour was the discharge? <laughs> I was thinking about that. Was it a, was it a pussy discharge? <laughs> it was like a like a bit green. Oh, nasty. You don't want that. That's no. a sign of infection. Yeah, get him out. Get him out. Yeah, well, bit of karma there, Nazi boy. <laughs> he was considered unfit for active duty and he returned uh, to Austria where he was assigned to work as a postal inspector. Um, Arnold had an older brother as well. His name was Meinhard. Oh, wow. Had not said that out loud until Imagine right if there. the names were different and the, one of the world's biggest movie stars was Meinhard Schwarzenegger. <laughs> oh, that is God. awesome. Amazing. Apparently their father favoured Meinhard because um, apparently he's... He backed sus- the wrong one, I reckon. He, no. Well, he suspected that Arnold The was- Nazis? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, how wrong can one man be? Yeah, he had a history really two. back of the wrong horse. <laughs> Well, apparently he's... You want to meet a horse? (laughs) (laughs) I have one out the front. (laughs) He suspected Arnold was not his biological son, but these suspicions were largely unfounded. Is that because Arnold was (laughs) seven foot one and he was like five foot? (laughs) He's like, hmm. Yeah, I'd be claiming those genes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, That guy, no. No, no, no. Not from my scrotum. (laughs) Sorry about that. So how you say it over there, scrotum. I've never heard it said out loud. (laughs) Got it's a little gra- town in got, near Vienna. You've got grass in your scrotum. <laughs> you should not. If you've got grass in your scrotum, Matt, we, you need to I see I need to make a phone call. <laughs> Get it out. Get the grass out of there. Out of your scrot. Apparently, Arnie was an average student at school, but known to be cheerful, good-humoured, and good-humoured. Good Only good-humoured? Good-humoured, <laughs> And yeah. exuberant. Ah. Um, he played a lot of sports. Was he, he voted, like, that year's most likely to be exuberant? Yeah, most exuberant. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he played a lot of sport. He was particularly good at soccer and was set on pursuing a career as a soccer player. Um, in 1960, his soccer coach took Arnold and the rest of the team to a local gym to do some weights training. Arnold was hooked. He changed his career goals from soccer. Fuck me. Why can't I talk today? He changed his career goals from soccer to bodybuilding. Um, he'd been... Oh, this is a quote from him. He says, I'd been participating in sports like soccer for years, so I felt that although I was slim, I was well-developed, at least enough so that I could start going to the gym and start Olympic lifting. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he changes his goals so quickly. Yeah, yeah. Then he went to the milk bar. I was like, oh, dairy's oh. for me. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to own a cow. I'm going to buy a cow. <laughs> I've got a cow in the front. <laughs> Um, his official website biography says, at 14, he started an intensive training program with Dan Farmer. Oh, Farmer. Uh, oh. Um. <laughs> farmer? I'm going to Farmer. He studied psychology at 15 to learn more about the power of mind over body. 
and at 17 officially started his competitive career. <laughs> He's a bit crazy. In 1961, he met former Mr. Austria, Kurt Marnul, who invited him to train at the gym in Graz. He started regularly visiting the gym, and while he was in, in town as well, he'd also go to local movie theatres to see bodybuilding idols such as Reg Park, Steve Reeves, and Johnny Weissmuller. <laughs> Were they um, in the movies, or was he just seeing them in the crowd? On the big screen, oh, right. yes. Just watching them from afar as they watched their favourite film. <laughs> Apparently he got so into training and he was so dedicated that he'd break into the gym on weekends when it was closed just to make sure he got enough training in. He'd break in. He's a teenager breaking into the gym to exercise. So every Monday comes in, oh, the window smashed again. What happened there? Also, the place has been tidied up. The weights are all in order again. Um, And he said it would make me sick to miss a workout. I knew I couldn't look at myself in the mirror the next morning if I didn't do it, Um, which really doesn't feel super healthy. Um, But also anyone who's a lead at any sport, has that kind of mentality, you know? mm. unlike D- me. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Any excuse not to, I'm like, well, it's a bit wet. So <laughs> I, I've never missed a day at the gym. Okay, Dave, when's the last time you went to the gym? I uh, never missed a day, so no further questions. <laughs> Please don't ask for a date. What date, Dave? What are you? I don't understand. What are you saying? You've never. You did so you join a gym, every didn't day? you? Yeah, I joined a gym. I haven't been in so long. Yeah, that's what everyone does when they join a gym day. No, they're just taking my money every month. Yes, but it's too hard to... Are you still paying? It's way too hard to confront them and cancel it, so you just let them take it. I call it the lazy tax. Yeah, Dave. What? Okay, well, if I'm not lazy, do I not have to pay? If you actually go, do you not have to pay? Is that how it works? Oh, that'd be good. You should send an email. Get the wheels in motion. What should I say in the email? You should fake your death, I reckon. Hey, I want to quit. What's the quickest way I can get out of this? (laughs) But But my dream is that I'll do it. Oh, well, then go do then it. Go and after gym. hearing this report, I'm already ready to go. Can I won't I go... be able to look at myself in the mirror tomorrow unless I go tonight. Okay, great. Can I start? You... They won't know what you look like. Could I use it? Because I... I would love to have a gym membership. Yeah. I reckon you just buzz the card. Oh, Didn't... great. I don't never check your ID or anything. I'm actually more insulted that you've waited for this report to be inspired when I haven't inspired you to go to the gym. With my weightlifting, well, how many how many are you pushing these days? Uh, uh, a lot, I reckon, yeah. heaps. Really? So, well, I mean, my Bruce Lee report also didn't inspire me. So that's true. Hmm. You were you because you were um, leg pushing more yeah. than me and Dave combined last time we spoke. Yes, I haven't done leg press for a long time, but Why yes, not? at one Isn't point I was thing? doing like one forty, one fifty. You do different things at different times. Right now I'm deadlifting and you squatting. You said, anyway. I reckon you got up to 170. Do you reckon? Yeah. That's, that's what you told us like two weeks ago. That's too much. Mm. Anyway. Um, in 1965, Arnold served in the Austrian army. Um, 18-year-old Austrian men were at the time required to fulfill one year of service, so Arnie went off to do that. However, during basic training, he went AWOL so that he could take part in the Junior Mr. Europe bodybuilding contest. Um, he won, but he spent a week in military prison. <laughs> he said participating in the competition meant so much to me that I didn't carefully think through the consequences. Just broke out of the army. He broke out of the army so that he could go compete. And yeah. he won. And he won. Mr. Junior Europe. And am I also right that was his first proper bodybuilding competition? Yeah. On debut, he beat the other people. Yeah. Oh, I reckon he's going to have a pretty good career if he can do that well in his first attempt. He continued to enter competitions and he gained fame in the bodybuilding community when he was voted Best Built Man of Europe. Wow. He had the best body of Europe. That is, I mean... The best of Europe. And that wasn't enough for him. Not enough. I'd rest on my laurels there. 
I reckon, I mean, what does that have to be? Is it the best in the universe? Is that what he wants? Why, mm. yes, Dave. His eyes were set <laughs> on the Mr. Universe title. It makes me laugh so much. Why isn't it just Mr. World? I mean, Mr. Oh. Universe. He saw Mr. Universe to be his ticket to America, the land of opportunity. Also, just a, like a quick side note, like Miss Universe is a beauty pageant and Mr. Universe is bodybuilding. Well, I guess you both kind of like. Yeah. But I don't think Mr. Universe have to do like a talent section, you know? Yeah, and they don't ask them about their opinions on stuff. No. And they don't, don't make them wear bikinis. Why don't they ask Basically, they do make them wear bikinis oh, without yeah. the top. Even but they, worse. They, they don't even ask the men their opinions on stuff. Mm. It's actually a bit sexist. Yeah. Thank you. Why don't they start asking men our opinions? <laughs> yeah. As the feminist of the show, I feel like I can say that. Yeah. Because um, I'm here to speak truth to power. And we appreciate that because you keep us in check. Yeah. You know, and Dave and I are learning every day from you. Well, I would hope so. About where to see a horse. Yep. And about back or front. what we should start asking men about. Yeah. And stuff. Everything. Yep. So back or front, is that the house or what side of the horse you get to see? Both. It's $300 per side. If you go to the front, you can see the back of the front horse. And if you go to the back, you can see the front of the back horse. Front of the back horse. Oh, so it's 600 bucks for a round trip. And the front of the back horse is also actually a pack horse, so hopefully that doesn't get confusing. Don't worry, it won't. <laughs> I can't see how that would be. So his first <laughs> Mr. Universe competition was in 1966 in London. <gasps> 1966, that's the year that the St. Kilda football team won their one and only premiership in the VFL. Really? Collingwood by a point. That's when true. Barry Breen kicked that infamous wobbly punt that just... So infamous. Did it hit the pole? No, it just it just snuck in for behind, and that was that was how we won our premiership. Wow. Well, Arnold wasn't as lucky because he came in second. Oh. oh, you're kidding me! I know. He, I reckon he's going to be pretty upset with himself over that. There was someone more ripped than Arnie. Who? Name them. He was a man named Chester Yorton. Oh, okay. Yep. He's got chest in his name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how do you be that? He's got a description. My chest is Yorton right now. <laughs> He was an American known as the father of natural bodybuilding for his advocacy of steroid-free bodybuilding. He's the oh, father of it's it. It's hard to beat the father of modern bodybuilding. The daddy. Yeah. The daddy of the, the big daddy. 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 Should I have some bulging? Thank you, son. <laughs> now off to bed. <laughs> daddy can't feed himself because my arms are too big, but thank you. Yes, let me tuck you in. No, let your mother do it because I do it too tight. I can't breathe. I'm too strong. That's how I killed three of your siblings. <laughs> I don't know my own strength, even though I work on my strength every day. And I honestly, I can measure it <laughs> very clearly. There are really easy ways for me to know how strong I am. Do you want to see me lift something? <laughs> Name something, I'll lift it. That guy Gomato over there. <laughs> Is that a thing? <laughs> a what? A guy named Gomato? Guy, guy that, that guy Gomato over there. Uh, okay, Gomato. Just go lift up that gigometer. Gigometer. I want to see. It. I want to. I want to measure how strong you are. <laughs> lift that gigometer. <laughs> One of the judges at the '66 Mister Universe competition, a man named Charles Bennett, um, was impressed by Arnie and offered to coach him. Arnie didn't have much money, so Charles let him stay in the family home in London, which Arnie also now credits with him getting, uh, getting the ch- <laughs> change. But I meant chance, which Arnie now credits with him getting the chance to improve his English. So Arnie starts working on his leg definition um, because that was the main area that Yorton had been him in, beaten him in. Oh. Leg definition. Or legs. It's the lower limb. Next. <laughs> Great. 
So they do ask. It is there's a spelling and vocabulary ver- <laughs> competition <laughs> for Mister Universe. Leg. <laughs> Can um, I have sentence? any of the sentences? <laughs> we all thought. Of <laughs> <laughs> uh, we base. <laughs> <laughs> the lower limb used for walking. Ah, yes. Ah, I have a thin leg. <laughs> this man's leg is much thicker. Leg. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> May I have a clue? <laughs> Letter. <laughs> L. And you have the, you have the opportunity for three, <laughs> three. letters. <laughs> but not what order? <laughs> Next letter is... E. Oh. It's not necessarily the wrong order, though. <laughs> May I have the final letter? Is it gel? <laughs> it's gel. Is it? Oh, God. G-E-L. Leg. <laughs> English is really weird. <laughs> anyway, so he spends that year training and living with Bennett, and it paid off because in 1967, Arnie took out the title of Mr. Universe for the first time, becoming the youngest ever Mr. Universe at the age of 20. No! 20! 20 Damn. years old, Mr. Universe. And he came Universe. second at 19. Yeah. It's funny that he, he really peaked early, and I guess we won't hear much more of him <laughs> from here. Yeah. Um, this was the first of his four Mr. Universe titles oh, I see. that he would win over the following <laughs> years. The next year, oh, in, was that? That was 67. Also in 67, uh, he won the Munich Stone Lifting Contest, in which a stone. Just as prestigious. <laughs> <laughs> this is weird, too. It says a stone weighing 508 German pounds. Ah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Or, or 200 and. Oh, it's 560 pounds or 250. 54 kilos. German pounds are different? Dave, you're the German of the pod. That's interesting. I don't remember how. Oh, that could be pounds. old. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, so he's he's not only doing uh, bodybuilding competitions, he's also competing in weightlifting and powerlifting competitions at the same time. So he's doing bodybuilding, which is just about, like, flexing and getting your muscles as big as you can. He's doing weightlifting. Right? So what that is? Yep. I have no idea. I've never. Well, heard. I regret bringing it up. I thought you would know. Why would but, I know? Because you're a gym junkie. Oh, but not bodybuilding. I I love. You're a strength trainer. Oh, strength man. So, but he, powerlifting. He's bodybuilding, so he looks good. But he's also weightlifting and powerlifting, and they're different. Because I once heard a wrestler in the WWF say to another wrestler, I think it was Triple H to Scott Steiner. Is that his name? No. It's a, it, no. What's that guy's name? We have to put it in nickname was Big Papa Pump. <laughs> Big Papa Pump. And Triple H said to this guy, "You're built for show, but I'm built to go." And then he attacked him. <laughs> <laughs> but Arnie is built for show and built to go, which I appreciate. Yeah, he can do it all. Um, so he won two weightlifting contests in 1964 and 65, as well as two powerlifting contests in 66 and 68. The difference between the two is that uh, weightlifting uses the clean and jerk, so those over-the-head movements, and powerlifting... And then you have a little wank. Then you have a little wank. <laughs> powerlifting... Why are you cleaning first? Yeah, cl- yeah, no, it's all backwards. That's a terrible decision. <laughs> clean and jerk. And then um, clean again. Other way around, actually. Clean, jerk, clean. You're cleaning off English the person is before very... you. Oh, that makes sense. I mean, it'd be much nicer if you cleaned up after you, but it's the system. Sorry. It's what they do at the Olympics. That's what it is. And uh, the other word... Powerlifting other... is like squats, bench press, and deadlifts. 
And you're mostly lifting giant stones? Yeah. No, he just, that was just another thing he did as well. He was basically, he did some work labouring and he just turned it into a competition. Well, actually, after winning his first title, he went to Munich and went to business school and worked in a health club and then came back in 68 and won Mr. Universe again, all while also competing in powerlifting and weightlifting competitions. So they don't pay the bills, the the weightlifting and powerlifting? No, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I never read anything about like... Prize money or, or whatever. You think Mr. Universe wouldn't have to get a day job, but surely. Imagine being Mr. Universe, winning that, and then going to your nine to five the next day. You know, and then it'd be like, uh, someone's like, Arnie, uh, congratulations on winning Mr. Universe, and if you could just clean that toilet, that would be fantastic. <laughs> Thanks so much. Remember, meeting at toilet. eleven. <laughs> <laughs> um, all this time, Arnie dreamt of being a famous actor in America. Oh. As if, as if. A place yeah. he had wanted to move to since he was 10 years old. And he always wanted to be an actor. Yeah. So he, did he see the weightlifting as a stepping stone? That's literally my next sentence. No kidding. Naturally, bodybuilding is the first stepping stone <laughs> to a career in the movies. Yeah, he sort of saw it as an in. Right. Yeah, and if you could lift up that stone, you'll be in. Because it also, I, I feel like I remember someone saying that it, it, it was sort of, people laughed at him for even attempting to move into Hollywood acting. Yeah, and I mean, you don't. It doesn't happen all that often, really, does it, that transition? No. There I was can't... a bit of a time of, like, big, muscly guys. Yeah. It's like the 80s. He probably, he pro- maybe he started it, but like Jean-Claude Van Damme and people like that. Yeah. I don't know what his backstory was. Well, Chuck we, Norris. Maybe we could do a report. Chuck Norris, but he's not as muscular as those other no, guys. No, he's more of a... He's a sort of... Remember he's in that Bruce Lee film that we talked yeah, about. Yeah, martial arts recently. guy. Um, so Arnie did eventually move to the US in 1968. He was 21, spoke very limited English, but he had a pocket full of dreams. Yep, and he knew what gel meant. Mm. He did, backwards and forwards. <laughs> um, he trained at Gold's Gym in Venice, Los Angeles, um, and he worked his butt off. And he was chosen to play the role of Hercules in 1969's Hercules in New York. Um, <laughs> he was credited under the, the stage name Arnold Strong. Um, and his accent in the film was so thick that his lines were dubbed after production. Wow. But that was his first role. Hercules in New York sounds cool. And Arnold Strong. They're like, Schwarzenegger, don't like it. No. Let's come up with something like a normal surname, like Strong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I like they couldn't have just shortened it to Schwartz. Yeah, that's fine. Hmm. Or Smith, if you really want to. Strong. Strong. Arnold Strong. In 1970, at the age of 23, he captured his first Mr. Olympia title, somehow even bigger than Mr. Universe. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> the um, competition was in New York, and again, it made him the youngest person to win, a title he still holds today. He was 23 years old, the youngest ever Mr. Olympia. Right. Um, so that was in 1970. In 1971, tragedy struck. His brother, Meinhard, died in a car crash um, on May 20 of 71. He was driving uh, drunk and died instantly. Shit. But um, he was engaged to a woman called Erica Knapp and they had a three-year-old son named Patrick. Um, for reasons that aren't clear, Arnold didn't attend his brother's funeral. He did, however, apparently pay for his nephew Patrick's education and later helped him move to the US. But it's not clear why he didn't go home for his brother's funeral. Um, their father, Gustav, died from a stroke the following year on December 3rd, 1972. And once again, Arnie didn't go home to attend mm. the funeral. It's a real rough trot, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Um, in Pumping Iron, which you mentioned before, Dave, it was like a, it was a documentary, a docudrama, which was filmed in '77. Uh, Schwarzenegger claimed that he did not attend his father's funeral because he was training for a bodybuilding contest. But later, he and the film's producer said this story was taken from another bodybuilder to show the extremes some would go to for their sport and to make Schwarzenegger's image colder to create controversy for the film. So they just sort of made that up, right? Um, but uh, one of or Arnie's earliest uh, girlfriend, his first girlfriend, recalled that um, when he told her of his father's death, he did it with no emotion and he never spoke of his brother. And over time he's given at least three different versions of why he was absent from his father's funeral. Just, yeah. Strange. Yeah. Not a, a terrible relationship with his dad but didn't go back for his father's or brother's funerals. So 1971, he wins Mr. Olympia. Uh, and then he goes on to win the title a total of seven times, all while also working on his acting career. <laughs> his second film appearance was as a deaf mute mob hitman in The Long Goodbye in 1973. So you've gone from the title role to a deaf mute mob hitman. It's hard to say. Deaf mute mob hitman. But that maybe that was a t- title role, or maybe he was the one giving the slow goodbye. Or the long goodbye. That's true. Either or. Well, the reason it went for so long is because he did it slowly. Yes. Yep. No, you got me there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And a couple of years later, a few months before the 1975 Mr. Olympia contest, filmmakers George Butler and Robert Fiore persuaded Arnie to compete again in the Mr. Olympia contest in order to film his training in the bodybuilding documentary called Pumping Iron. Um, he had only had three months to prepare for the competition uh, after losing significant weight to appear in a film called Stay Hungry, which came out the following year in 1976, and he won the Golden Globe Award for New Star of the Year Actor. Wow. Won a Golden Globe. Didn't realise that. That award doesn't exist anymore, I don't think, does it? I don't think so, no. Well, no, yeah. New but Star of the Year Award. So, so many, it's still they don't have it. Yeah. There must have been millions back then. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so he'd sort of uh, stopped training, lost a bunch of weight to star in this film, and then they're like, no, 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 but we want you to compete so that you can be in our documentary. So he had three months to prepare for the competition, and he was up against the taller and bigger Lou Ferrigno. Oh, see the Hulk? Yeah. Yes, he is. Despite that, the lighter than usual Schwarzenegger convincingly won the 1975 Mr. Olympia. And after that competition, he announced his retirement from professional bodybuilding. Is it? It's a. How subjective is these? Are these things? Because it's like, who looks the biggest? Like they're like people score out of ten or yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know how. They're... Yeah, there's also like symmetry and things like that. Yeah, right. and the defini- muscle definition because like... that's what he kind of lost on with that that earlier competition because the other guy's legs were more defined, right? And muscular. And when, like, who lifts the most weight? That's an easy one to figure out who won, but yeah, true, yeah, yeah. But with bodybuilding, it's just sort of based it's on like the... sickest rig. Who who is it? Yeah, me obviously, but yeah. Well, I mean, or did you, you mean in that competition? In that competition, not in this room because you no. didn't compete that day. No, I was busy. Yeah, where were you? Luckily for them, <laughs> you were late. I was busy. That's my business, Dave. I was busy. Okay. This we'll... isn't Miss Universe now. Okay, you can't just yeah, ask, you don't questions. ask questions. Spell leg. <laughs> G. Um, <laughs> so he's retired. He's retiring from professional bodybuilding. And film work was picking up for him, and he, so he decided to put down the weights for now. Oh, okay. 
Okay, he's going to pick him up later. That's what I inferred from that. <laughs> so the documentary Pumping Iron helped boost his profile, but it still wasn't that easy for him to break into the industry or be taken seriously. He's won a golden glow, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, but he says it was it was very difficult for me in the beginning. I was told by agents and casting people that my body was too weird, that I had a funny accent, and that my name was too long. You name it, and they told me I had to change it. Basically, everything. Basically, everywhere I turned, I was told I had no chance. Um, he auditioned for the title role of the Incredible Hulk, but did not win the role because of, he, of his height. I think he was too short. Yeah, um, this role famously went to his former opponent, Lou Ferrigno. Ferrigno! Oh, damn you! Imagine if Arnie had been the Hulk. Anyway, his breakthrough film was the epic Conan the Barbarian, and while he was training for the role, he got into such good shape because of the running, horseback riding, and sword training. Horseback riding. <laughs> Want to see a horse? <laughs> Want to ride a horse? <laughs> Only the back. Um, the horse would see his legs coming and be like, oh, no. Yeah. Oh, don't get on me, please. Please, no. <laughs> Those things are so heavy. Crunch, crunch him in half. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it must be, have to be a Clydesdale or something, like a yeah. big horse. The biggest horse in the world. So he's getting, like, he's training for this role, but he's getting kind of ripped, so he decides he wants to win the Mr. Olympia contest one last time. Everyone else is Not like, compete, win. Please don't enter. You've had this eight, <laughs> seven or eight times. He's like, you know what, I retired a few years ago, and but I'm training, I'm looking pretty good. All I have to do is ride a horse, and I'm still better than everyone. <laughs> It's ridiculous. So, but he kept his plan a secret in the event that a training accident would prevent him from competing, and you know it would, um, he'd lose face. Everyone's embarrassed. He's embarrassed because he fell off a horse. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, imagine how buff that horse must have got. So oh. buff. I think there was even something like they had asked Arnie to be one of the commentators for this. Uh, event and then sort of at the last minute he turned around and went actually I'm competing and they're like okay well great now we need to find a new commentator. He ripped off his suit. (laughs) He jumped in. Done up the side so he could rip it off. How do you suspect he went? Uh, Well, just because you're bringing it up, I top top five. I reckon yeah, I'd say top couple, but I think someone, a new kid on the block named John Stamos, took the title. (laughs) He's big guy. Well, with only seven weeks of preparation, yep, he won. Uh, he beat Stamos? He beat Stamos, <laughs> and then he officially went back into retirement. Oh, Stamos will never be an actor now. He went to retirement for like a couple more weeks. For another, yeah. So it's seven weeks training, seven weeks of preparation, and he wins. That's wild. It's, he's just like, it's too easy for him. Yeah. Like, Give me yawn. a challenge. Oh, you want to see my bicep? Here you go. Pow! You yeah. know? He's too good at it. <laughs> so then Conan the Barbarian came, uh, comes out in 1982, and it's a box office hit. Ah. It was obviously followed by a sequel, Conan the Destroyer, in 1984, which was less successful because sequels usually are. Oh, not with Arnie. Or with second children. We are the... Yeah. That's right. We all second children. Yeah, we are. Yeah. Look at us go. Look at us go. We're all killing it. <laughs> all of our parents are very proud, and they all definitely understand what podcasts are. <laughs> Um, then, of course, we come to 1984 and The Terminator. Uh, a cult classic. Many still think of this as his signature role um, of Arnie's career. And he made a number of successful action films in the 80s, such as Commando, Raw Deal. <laughs> That's a bad name. Um, the Running Man, Predator, and Red Heat. 
He was so prolific in this time, he also starred in Twins with Danny DeVito in 1988 and my personal favourite, Kindergarten Cop, in 1990. It's a great film. It's so good. All those films are great. It's not a tumour. What episode was it recently that I lost it over that? It's not a puma. Can't remember. Can't remember. It was late. It was in the Patreon section of one of the. Was it? Like the Patreon read, I think. Right at the end. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, no, it sounds about right. God, that was fun. Anyway, Kindergarten Cop, fantastic film. Um, His commercial peak was his return as a title character in 1991's Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Huh? Cop, that's sequels. The highest grossing film of 1991. And probably my favourite film of all time. Whoa! Whoa. Will you be mad at me if I tell you I haven't seen any Terminator films? Really? Will you be mad at me if I tell you I haven't seen any Terminator films? Neither of you have seen Terminator 1 nor 2. Nah. I've seen parts of them, I think. Number one, great storyline, but sadly the special effects and filmmaking wasn't quite there yet. Okay. Terminator 2, great storyline, great acting from Arnie, and also the special effects somehow still hold up and look really great. great. It looks awesome. I've seen it parodied. Like I think it's because world. I think yeah, yes, 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 I've seen that. That's it. I Next just... Patreon bonus. We're watching Terminator Two, and we're going to talk about it. Can I watch Terminator One first? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was just because it was early '90s, so I was a tiny child. Oh, but what about Channel Ten played it every second Saturday <laughs> night? Seriously, it was on was, all the time. I was too scared. Oh, it is. It. It's, yeah, I don't know why I've just never, never seen it. Yeah. So we all have those gaps. Yeah, I'm not offended, but I just think that do yourself a favour because I love it so have much. Have you seen Back to the Future yet, Trilogy? I've seen number one, the original. That's a great movie. I hadn't seen Probably Jurassic Park for a very long time. I've seen it now, but I reckon I saw it properly in full for the first time two years ago. Yeah, right. Does that hold up? Yeah. The yeah. special effects, because they, they went with um, puppets and stuff. Yeah. It held, held up pretty well. And it was one of those things where, like, someone had said, you've got to watch it. And they did that for so long that I was like, fine, I give in. I had a movie night. I sat down. I'm reluctant. Yeah. I just wanted to get it over and done with. Yeah, it seems stupid. I'm like, this is going to be dumb. Dinosaur this is not Island my type of movie. Dumb. And I fucking loved it. And now I'm asking that person, hey, can we watch Jurassic <laughs> Park again? And they're like, we just watched it. I'm like, but I want to watch Jurassic oh, Park. But, but number two. Yeah. Oh no, I've seen them all now. All right, and the Jurassic Worlds. Yeah, they're they're pretty, they're fun. They're, they're pretty good movies. I watch them on a blind. I mean, yeah. I do I do a very good impression of Chris Pratt in uh, Jurassic World. It's not it doesn't work for a podcast. Um, but basically all he does is look into the middle distance and um and glare kind of. You know. All right. Well, do it, and we'll give the reaction. No, now I'm now I've talked it up too much, and you're going to mock me. Oh, we never. Was that mock. your Pratt? <laughs> yeah. Was that good? <laughs> He is ties he, into this, actually. Is he self-conscious? He yeah. does tie into Arnie's family, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? Well, I'll tell you later. Anyway, so uh, in 1993, the National Association of Theatre Owners named him International Star of the Decade. <laughs> Just thought that was worth mentioning. Star of the Decade in 93. You've called it. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's how big Terminator 2 was. You've called it now. You're not going to give it a few more years? Well, it could be the decade of 82 to 93, that's I guess. That's dumb. Why are you doing that? I'm not sure. Stop well, it. That's, that's Stop what, it at once. The Theatre Network of America... They're wild cards. Yeah, they're crazy. They're rebels. They're cowboys. And this is for an actor that was told his name was weird. Yep. Voice was his weird. voice was weird. His body his was weird. His voice was weird. He can't act. Some of the You'll never things. be in a comedy. You can't park That's what I love about Arnie. Served. So he's like in action movies, right? And he absolutely nails that. Obviously, like Terminator is built for him. 
because he moves and, and like sounds like a machine, basically. But then he's like, all right, I'll do comedies as well. And he's really good at – he's yeah, really he's funny. very funny. He's really funny. Kindergarten Cop is funny. It's so funny. Mm. Uh, the Eraser, very funny. Great movie. There's guns that can see through walls. Amazing stuff. Very how do they funny. think of that? How do they think of that? These Hollywood execs, wow. We're coming up to True that Lies, one, right? very funny. Uh, that was good. We're coming up to that one, which is definitely a fave of mine. Well, his next film project was the, a 1993 self-aware action comedy, Last Action Hero, which I love. But it was released opposite Jurassic Park and did not do well in the box office. Damn. So, um, but I love it. it is fun. I haven't seen that either. Is that the one that it's starts fun. on the football field and, they, and the guy pulls his gun out and kills all the gridiron players? That's a different say, last boy no. scout. Is that, that's a different thing. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen that either. <laughs> okay. Whatever that is. And his next film was comedy drama True Lies in 1994, which was a personal favourite of my brother and I. Yeah. I love that movie. That was a film Jamie that was Lee played Curtis? on Channel 10 so every were, Saturday. So you guys were allowed to watch that but not Terminator 2. Yeah. They I would probably was... do a double feature. It was so good. It was funny. Tom Arnold's in there as yeah. his buddy. That's another Jamie James, Lee Curtis. James Cameron. Yeah, oh, I Another think James Cameron. so. They, they oh, right. worked together quite a bit, and I didn't write it down. That might be a James Cameron. Oh, that was a great movie. Yeah. One, my Our favourite line to quote is when they've given him truth serum and his wife says, have you ever killed anybody? Because she's only just found out that he's a secret agent. She goes, have you ever killed anybody? And he goes, yeah, but they were all bad. <laughs> <laughs> Very funny. Can justify murder. Anyway, that same year the comedy Junior was released, um, which earned him his second Golden Globe nomination, this time for Best Actor in Motion Picture Musical or Comedy. And this is where he gave birth. Or he got pregnant? Yeah. I never, I haven't seen Another film either. with Danny DeVito. That's is Danny a... DeVito in that one? Yes. Have you seen an Arnie movie? <laughs> well, that's some sort of thing. <laughs> Do you know who Arnie I've is? I've seen True Lies a, a lot, but not for a long time. I've seen uh, Kindergarten Cop. I've seen Eraser. Which is the next the one. I actually love Eraser. I haven't seen it, but that's the next film that follows. Um, Eraser in 1996. I've seen the Batman where he was uh, yep. Dr. Freeze. Batman and Robin. It was in 1997. In between those two was the Christmas comedy Jingle All the Way. I've seen that. That's great. Been fun. It's a bit of good fun. Is that the one where he's trying Sinbad? to find the toy with yeah. his son? Mm. I've seen Christmas with the Cranks, which isn't him. <laughs> Not the same. Have you seen Santa That's... Claus? <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. I saw that uh, a long time ago. Right. I, I, re- I recall it being fine. Fine. As a child. Yeah, yeah. But I imagine it probably wouldn't be anymore. I'm starting to think of Tim Allen movies. Yeah. No. No, we're, th- we're talking about Arnie. Arnie. I'm trying to think well. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether it's your first ever website or your business is expanding, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website and engage with your audience. Upload video content, organize your video library and showcase your content on beautiful video pages. You can even sell access to your video library by adding a paywall to your content. (laughs) Cha-ching! 
You can help with written content on your website with Squarespace AI, which I use to write this next sentence. So check this out. Generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Explain what your site is about, choose your tone, and enter what you need to get short or long form text. Squarespace AI Squarespace AI makes it easier to go live, stand out, and succeed online. Oh, Dave, if only it could also not just write it, but read it too. (laughs) And edit it. (laughs) Hey, sell exclusive content on your site by adding a paywall to sell memberships or courses. Or sell files your customers can download like PDFs, music, or eBooks. Man, it's starting to sound like I'm obsessed with money. (laughs) (laughs) And you are. So head to squarespace.com slash do go on for a free trial and to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. (laughs) Well, after um, Batman and Robin... He took a break from films to recover from a back injury and didn't appear in a movie for a couple of years. Pretty nice he's... to meet you. Yeah, he's back sore after carrying that entire film. <laughs> Who was the Batman in that? George Clooney. Oh. That's the one that's seen as being the, the low point for Batman. But at the time, I was eight years old. Yeah. Is that about 98? 97. I remember getting toys for, for my birthday that, year that were Batman and Robin. And I loved it because yeah, it was, was sort of aimed at get the kids. It's a kids it movie, kids, really, that yeah. one. Yeah, right. But then as an adult, you know, you go back and you're like, oh, that's pretty bad. <laughs> I saw, I went, I think I might have even seen it um, at the cinemas and thought it was fun. But I, it was at the time where I thought anything at the cinema was good. I think I it, still... it wasn't until I was an adult, maybe, that I started not enjoying occasional films at the cinema. I'd be like, Oh, this sucks. What the oh, hell? Damn. But overall, I'm still happy to see anything at the cinema because I get popcorn and a comfy right. chair for a bit. That's good. But I, I like that. There's nothing more <laughs> annoying than having all of that and the movie being shit. And all of a sudden you're like, oh, I'm fidgety because I, yeah. I, I'm, I know I'm trapped in this fucking shit movie for two hours. Yeah. But, yeah, back then it would that would never cross my mind. This is great. Look at it, it's Arnold Schwarzenegger. Mm. He's silver. <laughs> Can I tell you about my most recent movie experience? Yes, please. Um, friend of the studio and us and podcast, Beck Petratus, and I went to see Frozen 2 because we hadn't seen Frozen 2 yet and it had been out for ages. So we go and I've got a comfy chair, it's a recliner, I've got a popcorn and i got a chocked up. I'm like, I'm in heaven. I don't care if this movie's terrible or not. And in, like, one of the earliest scenes, there's a bunch of villagers, like, and they're working as a team. So one's got the fish and he's, like, throwing it to someone else who throws it to someone else who throws it to the little snowman. I forgot we were talking about Frozen 2 for a second. <laughs> and I, was, I started writing Terminator 2 again. <laughs> I don't remember this scene. I don't remember this scene. Sorry, please please do go on about it. They throw it fish to from person to person and then they throw it to the little snowman and he throws it straight back into the water and just like the beats it just took me by surprise and I laughed for a solid 10 minutes that's like a young family in front of me and I was dying (laughs) laughing you ruined the movie potentially (laughs) oh my god that family hates joy Killed me. It was so funny. Well, oh. spoiler alert. Sorry about that. Yeah. If anyone has There's seen a it fish. Yet, including me. Have you seen <laughs> oh, it yet, Dave? No, it was on my list. I've not ruined anything for you. Okay. But I can. Is Arnie in it? Yes. Gosh. Did you play that snowman? Yes. You do it well. He doesn't you can do really it all. Well. You can do it all. He's got such range. Anyway, so he takes a break uh, from films for a couple of years to recover from a back injury. And he returned to the screen 
in End of Days in 1999, later followed by the action films The Sixth Day, Collateral Damage, um, both of which failed to do well at the box office. Oh, I recently watched The Sixth Day for the first time. What's it about? Uh, clones. Ah. Yeah, I feel like I might have seen that, you know, what? one day back then as a teen, you know, when you're in some random house drinking beers and then the movie comes oh, it on. It comes right, yes. Yeah, I reckon I've got a vague memory yeah. of it, not like that. I've Coming seen... in halfway through, you're like, what's going on? Who is this? Who yeah, are these but... clones? And, yeah, cause that would be confusing, actually, because, yeah, he gets cloned, basically. That's the oh, problem. Right. And he doesn't know. Uh, yes, that's actually exactly Spoiler what Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon that was me with collateral damage, not drinking beers because it came out in 2002, but I reckon it would have been like a film that my parents had hired from Blockbuster. Good thing about movies is they exist um, from when they come out onwards. What do you so, mean? Well, potentially you watched it a few years later and it happened. No, but it came out in 2002, and that's the only time you could have seen it. Okay. No, I I didn't put that together. Yeah, that makes sense now. <laughs> I was 12. Was I 12 then? Yeah. I was 12. For the last four months of the year, yeah. Okay, I was 11 or 12, depending on at what time my parents rented this film from Blockbuster. Maybe they rented it the next year. Oh, I see what you were getting at before now. Okay, okay. You can watch movies later. You can. You okay. don't have to. Do, and it doesn't sound like either of you do when it comes to money. <laughs> If I miss it, I missed it. <laughs> I'm hope there'll be more on this list. True Lies, probably about twelve times. Yeah, easily. Have you seen? Um, you've seen Kindergarten Cop, though. Have we talked Kindergarten about Cop? I've seen quite a few times. Okay, I reckon. But Who's twins. I've seen any of these for a long time. Twins. What's Never another... seen. T- I've seen a part of Twins on TV. What's another line from Kindergarten Cop? Uh, Who is your daddy? What does he do? Another line is, <laughs> our mom says our dad's a walking sex machine. <laughs> <laughs> My dad's a gynecologist. He looks at girls' vaginas all day long. <laughs> it is so funny. I don't remember any of that. It's funny because Dave is so believable as a child. Yeah, I don't want to be a princess. I don't know. I don't want to be a police officer. I want to be a princess. <laughs> I just I remember the bad the bad guy. The mm. kid's dad had yeah. a long ponytail. Spoiler oh. alert. Okay, oh. oh, you ruined it. <laughs> That was a re- big reveal. <laughs> Flapping in the wind, his ponytail. He had it twirled up under a beanie the whole film. And then at one point he, he takes off his and he flicks it out. It's beautiful, beautiful man. Have, have I talk- and then he takes off his glasses. And you're like, but, oh, my oh, my God. He's the bell of the ball. <laughs> I talked about this on the, the pod that when I was in Japan oh, four years ago, mm. girlfriend and I both got very sick with food poisoning. And we were trapped in the hotel, couldn't go out, both feeling really sick. And we said, oh, let's rent a movie, watch it on the iPad. And we're like, kindergarten cop, that's really funny. We'll watch that. Oh, no. Forgetting that the whole plot of the film is that he has to step in pretending to be a kindergarten teacher because his partner gets extremely ill with gastro. So the first 10 minutes of the film are her vomiting, shitting, or like, Absolutely being really, really sick. We're <laughs> watching going, oh, no. Oh, no. You're finding it triggering? Yeah, it's so triggering. Oh. When you feel sick. Oh, this, this comedy will distract us. Oh, my God. She's vomiting everywhere. <laughs> That's not good. But it is a great film. It is a great film. That's the most But he's taking a break from this because of his sore back. Well, he's kind of back now. And then in 2003, he made his third appearance as the title character in Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines. I would say don't worry about it. Well, okay. it went on to earn over $150 million domestically, equivalent to $208 million today. That's okay. It did all right. That's profit. That's pretty... No, that's not profit. Okay. It's no. gross. It costs 
<laughs> it cost a billion dollars to make. <laughs> um, so a little bit of a, a change of pace here. Um, Schwarzenegger has been a registered Republican for many years. Um, when he was an actor, his political views were always well known because it was a different view to a lot of his peers who tended to be liberal and democratic leaning. At the 2004 Republican National Convention, he gave a speech and explained he was a Republican because of the Democrats of the 1960s. Um, because the Democrats of the 60s sounded too much like Austrian socialists. Now, I was joking before, but his speech literally started with, I finally arrived here in 1968. What a special day it was. I remember I arrived here with empty pockets but full of dreams, (laughs) full of determination, full of desire. That's how a grown man started his speech. Very cute. Um, He announced his candidacy in the 2003 California recall election for governor of California on August 6, 2003. Do you remember how he made the announcement? You know, some people might do like a press conference or or tweet it or whatever. Rocket pack. Rocket pack? Dave, any? Uh, I don't know. Was he wearing a leather jacket and those sunglasses on Terminator? I can't remember. not sure what he was wearing, but he was on The Tonight Show with Jay Leno. Ah. He was interviewed and he announced his candidacy. You'd do a good Leno, I reckon, because it wouldn't be that far different from some of your other characters. Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I never really watched much Leno, I must admit. Yeah, we can tell. <laughs> I just did all my characters put together and I thought that might... That wasn't miles away. Thank you. And I also was wearing a big chin. <laughs> you were? You really wore that chin. <laughs> Where did you get it? I always carry a big so chin. quickly. I always carry a big chin, really big. Anyway, so he's uh, he's <laughs> a really big show. <laughs> he's announced his candidacy, and he had the most name recognition in the uh, field of candidates. Really, name some of the others. Probably actual politicians <laughs> we've never heard of. But he never held Rick Sanders. <laughs> he never held public office, and his political views were unknown to most Californians. So some people were a bit like, "This is not going to happen." His candidacy immediately became national and international news, with media outlets dub- dubbing him the Governator. <laughs> And the running man and calling the recall election total recall. That's funny. (laughs) Um, Obviously, at this time, uh, the media are trying to dig up anything they possibly can. And so his father, Gustav, let's remember that he voluntarily joined the Nazi party in 1938. His background uh, received wide press attention during this uh, recall campaign. So Arnie commissioned someone to research his father's wartime record, which came up with no evidence of Gustav being involved in any atrocities, despite him being a member of the Nazi party. Oh, no atrocities. That's good. So he's one of, like, the nicer Nazis, you know? (laughs) We do a background check, you know, a police check, atrocity check. (laughs) Are you able to work with these children? He's just like a Nazi doing admin, you know? I mean, I think a lot of them said that at the end. <laughs> exactly. That's why I find like, no, 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 no. He was fine. He was fine. a lot of pencil pushing. Don't worry about me. Don't worry about it. Um, so on October 7, 2003, the recall election resulted in Governor Gray Davis being removed from office and Schwarzenegger being elected Governor of California. Huge. It's wild because their economy is like equal to like, you know, like if you take just that state, it's like, you know, top 20 in the world or something. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So much much money, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I won't talk heaps about his political career because I don't understand it. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Governator? (laughs) I don't get it. But like if I didn't mention it, I'd get tweets. So I've mentioned it. Okay. Yeah. I'll talk about a couple of things though. I mean, 
you've already you've got three lifetimes that are report worthy. Totally. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't possibly I'm missing so much in this report, honestly. It's insane. Did you come across while the people when we talk about them and they go, "Oh, you know them for this. They were a great actor." Which is probably what I first think of when I think of a Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. There you go. You forget he had a. I mean, you don't really forget because it's pretty well known. But he, this whole career as Mister Universe, Mr. Yeah. Olympia, br- record-breaking bodybuilder. Yeah, and I didn't know about the strength stuff as well. Mm. But did you come across that before he was an actor, he was also an extremely good businessman and yep. he was a millionaire. Yeah, I'm going to talk about it. Oh, I, I didn't. Blows my mind. He was a he was a millionaire before he was thirty. Really? He moved to America with nothing, and and I'll talk about it later. But he just like started businesses and invested well. That's why I also find him inspiring because of that kind of stuff. Um, He's just like he just works really hard. Yes. Uh, I've I've looked it up just to fact check myself here. The economy of California is the largest in the USA. If California were a sovereign nation in 2020, it would rank as the world's sixth largest economy, wow. ahead of the UK and behind India. Where are we? Bloody hell! <laughs> oh, is top fifty good? <laughs> is it? <laughs> I don't know. Well, that, was their population bigger than ours, just in California, I would have thought? Uh, I would have thought probably by a, a fair margin. Land-wise, we are massive. We're about the same size as the USA. Yeah. yeah. California is just under 40 million people. Yeah, so they've got I thought something we were a little bit double. bigger. I think, we're a little, I think we're a little smaller. We're somewhere. somewhere either, we're either a little bit bigger yep. or a little bit smaller. Yeah. Definitely one or exactly the same. Or to the millimetre. I don't think that we're exactly the same, Dave. Get your head out of your butt. <laughs> Literally, Dave. Dave, honestly, how are you doing that? Oh, my chin's that big. I looked up the whole Schwarzenegger discography, and I really have only seen about four of filmography? his Filmography? And filmography. I've listened to many of his He's albums. He's laid out a few tracks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You've got to do a bit of an army bench, maybe. It's the kind of actor that I would have assumed I would have seen 20 films. You know, when, when people say, who's your favourite actor, I'd probably say Arnie. Really? really? Yeah, I just... I, every film I, I just love him in it, and you love his acting in it. Who's your favorite yeah. star? That I don't think you're saying he's your favorite actor, Dave. Um, Do you know what I reckon? I think, yeah, I think I am. <laughs> I might even say, I might say Tooch. Ah, the Tooch is great. And I love I, the Tooch. I don't remember the context of the. A lot of people tweeted me about the Tooch after the epi, the episode that you talked about with Julia that. Child. Julia Child. He plays her husband, and I'd okay. <laughs> You don't remember why. Oh, I don't remember right. why everyone was tweeting at me about the Tooch. Because I like the Tooch. Because you thought it would be funny if he was called Stanley Poochie, I believe. And it was a dog <laughs> called... I think that's the train of thought you were trying to... Yeah. And you laughed out loud for a lot. Like Jess at, the, at Frozen 2. Oh, okay. my God. But honestly, well, you don't understand. Like, just the perfect pacing of them throwing this fish to one another. And then he just throws it into the water. It's very funny. I'm very sorry to the uh, Julia Child's heads out there who I ruined that experience of. But... Stanley Pucci, that's good. That's good stuff. That's, good, that's stuff. good stuff. That's good stuff. And I said that out loud and then laughed. Oh, a, good, yeah. a good bit is a good bit. This is why I have not had the guts to go back and listen to that episode. Um, but, yeah, now obviously I was, I was only being facetious there. You love your, whoever you want as your favourite actor. Thank you so much. He's a great actor. Like you said, not many can do action and comedy. And politics. And right. And bodybuilding. And because business. Uh, here's a couple of things about his uh, his political career. Because of his personal wealth from his acting career, he did not accept his governor's salary of $175,000 a year. Oh. He's like, keep Piddle your posh. money. He's like, I wipe my ass with one hundred and seventy five dollars <laughs> <laughs> I wipe my ass. 
I imagine he's got a big ass. Yeah, he would. He'd have oh. huge. What are those? What are those muscles? Glutes. Glutes. God, you don't even know that. I was going to say quads, but they're lower. No. They're lo- they're not lower than your glutes. Well, your quads are these ones. If you have, if well, you... all right. Is that higher that is or lower? lower? Okay. <laughs> are we going to take it back? <laughs> no. <laughs> that scorn in your voice. We're going to take that back. <laughs> Oh, I hated that tone so much. <laughs> it would be difficult to move if your quads are as big as those bodybuilders. Quite genuinely, uh. some of them can't, they can't like put a spoon to their mouth because oh, their biceps are so I think big. I've actually heard Arnie talk about that maybe in the Pumping Iron documentary. He talks about not being able to brush his teeth. He can't do it because his muscles yeah, are too big. Get, pff, that's, that makes it seem a bit silly. It feels like in those competitions, there should be an asterisk unless you can do normal things. You've got to prove that you can uh, brush your teeth, eat. Conflicts. How would you like wipe your ass? How would you buy cl- on bite? stage? The practicality test. Yeah. How would you like buy clothes? Nothing, because your body would just be in strange. You'd have, you'd portions. stand there and they'd have to like build it around you. Do you think yeah. It, I'd yeah. I'd never have clothes on if I had muscles that big. But what about the proportion, Dave? Because you're going to look small. What do you mean? Well. So what, Dave? With everything else looking very big, there's one muscle you can't. Really I've been, I've been work working on. that. I've been working that out. Non-stop. Oh. You're working, so that's why you haven't been going to the gym again. Yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. to focus on one muscle. Yeah, because I got kicked out of the gym for that, so I thought, well, I'll do it at home. The cleaning jerk. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> cleaning jerk. How much cleaning, let me tell you that. Some speculated that Arnie might run for Senate in 2010, but uh, that didn't eventuate. Um, other people uh, said that he would run for president, um, but he can't run it's for president. not allowed. Because he's not a natural-born citizen of the United States, and he has a dual Austrian-United States uh, citizen. He has held Austrian citizenship, obviously, since birth, and then he was uh, became a naturalised US citizen in 83. Apparently, Austria don't usually allow dual citizenships, but he asked for an exception, and they granted it. I feel like they're, they were, he's a bit of an asset for them. Yeah, don't relinquish yeah. Arnie. No, you'd have to give up Arnie. You're an idiot if you do that. Don't do that. They, yeah, they'd be called See, the, that, Arnie, fine. the yeah. Arnie Claws or something. Yeah. What? Yeah, I, I also think it's not to talk about other countries' politics, but it doesn't seem to make sense that you can't be the leader of the country just because you were born somewhere else. I'm, I'm, uh, there would be a reason for that. I think that's uh, just definitely would have been written way constitution, back in the Constitution, yeah. No, I, no, I understand that it's, it is a thing. I just don't know if I don't really understand why that makes sense. Yeah, that's true. Why can you be the? Why is it okay to be the governor and do anything else but not be the president? Well, yeah, they're a bit funny about stuff like that in America. Mm. But speaking of, uh, there was in 2003 when he uh, became governor, there was the equal opportunity to govern amendment. Um, which was widely called the Amend for Arnold Bill, which would have added an amendment to the US Constitution allowing him to run for president. Right. Um, Feels like he'd be a good president, even though I don't understand that at all. Well, he was... Just a vibe thing. He did some good things or some popular things as governor, but others, like, not great. And uh, he began his tenure as governor with a record high approval ratings, as high as 65% in May of 2004. And when he left office, it was a record low at 23%. Oh, wow. Okay. Only one percentage higher than Gray Davis, who he had replaced. Oh, Gray Davis. When he Gray sounds... Davis was recalled. Oh, no. Doesn't sound good. That's an uninspiring name. <laughs> they should call him like Gray Day. He's got Gray Day in his oh, name. Oh, he has Gray Day oh, in his name. Call him Gray Strong or something. I yeah. didn't realize that Arnie was. So he was, a, he was an unpopular. Not that being popular is 
everything. But yeah, that, but I that's should... it is pretty popular. And I, did, I thought he did a lot of green policy. And yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. That. And he describes himself as like fiscally conservative but socially liberal. I love the word fiscally. <laughs> It's so fun. So fun. Um, actually, fiscally responsible, so you yeah. don't have to worry about me. So he was definitely like he was uh, pro-choice and pro-gay marriage and stuff like that, um, but other parts of him were more conservative. Yeah. So. Put the poor in the bin. <laughs> yeah, get the poor in the bin, but let the pour gays the, be wed. Pour the poor in the bin. Almost. Pour the poor in the bin. You gotta have. It's got to be catchy with politics. That's mm. how it goes. Um, just weeks after he left office, he announced that he was reading a bunch of scripts and he appeared in The Expendables 2, let's not forget, in mm-hmm. 2012. I remember. Expendables 2. I saw it. Um, and he starred in The Last Stand in 2013. Oh, Johnny oh. Knoxville. I actually have not seen that one. I haven't seen that one. Are you sure that's not the Cold Chisel concert film? The Last Stand. This is his first leading role in 10 years. Yeah, That's right. a long time between drinks. It's fun that he went back. Yeah. I was the governor for a while. Back in Hollywood now. Then, of course, there was Expendables 3 in 2014. Who could forget? We all remember. And then he starred in the fifth Terminator movie, Terminator Genesis, in 2015. Oh. Dave, any comment? Uh, no, I don't really keep up with those ones. You're over Really? It. You love them and you've, you've dropped them? Yeah, like all the, those ones with Christian Bale and things like that. Then there was another one last year. Yeah, Dark Fate. I actually haven't seen that either. I thought I heard that was pretty good. I didn't even know it existed. Because Linda Hamilton was back for that as well. People are like, uh, why is he aged? But it's something about organic material or something. Everything ages, man. Frogs age. Yeah. Think about that. You don't think <laughs> Baby frog's gonna... different to a big frog. Yeah, tadpole's different again. I don't know what order it is, man, but at one I'm... point during a frog's life, there's a tadpole. <laughs> I'm Somewhere so... in the middle, I think. And at I'm... one point, they're dinner. Yeah. If you're French. Oh, okay. Well, uh, let's not get... Anti en français. Oh, I am pro en français. Oh, we. Oui. I'm so excited for us three to have a Terminator movie night. No. Can we please do that? I'm up for it. Let's, like, at a cinema. Can I have do popcorn? They, do they still, does it still play? Every now and then the Aster plays them. Love it. Can I have popcorn? Yeah. All right, then I'm in. I like popcorn. Okay, you want some? You can, yes. have a, you can have a comfy chair as well. Can I have a comfy chair? Can I have a choc top? Yes, I love choc tops. They're my favourite cinema. I alternate snack. between mint and salted caramel. Oh, okay. Uh, sometimes like boysenberry. Mm. Yeah, I like boysenberry, mint, vanilla. Vanilla? What a waste. And I also actually just like chocolate. You got the chocolate, chocolate. ice cream covered in chocolate. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. But I would say I would always get mint, probably. Yeah. Okay, so I'd make no apologies for that. Mm. So this is the thing we were talking about before. So he's a millionaire by the age of 30, well yeah. before his career in Hollywood. Which blew my mind when I found that out. So when he first moved to the States, he started a bricklaying business um, with a friend. The business flourished thanks to their marketing savvy and an increased demand following the 1971 San Fernando earthquake. <laughs> they got lucky that there was an earthquake. Um, he and his business partner, Columbu, Columbu? Um, used profits from their bricklaying venture to start a mail-order business selling bodybuilding and fitness-related equipment and instructional tapes. And with that money, he invested in real estate, buying, it says, an apartment building for $10,000. Yeah, I've heard him talk about that. Now, uh, a whole building? Yeah, because he talked about how prices were really, really low and that when he first moved to America, he couldn't get work or something like that so he had a lot of free times he would just go to all the open for inspections and he would spend all day walking around the city so he just became sort of like an expert wow taught himself 
and then just made really wise decisions. And he, I have heard him talk about now how it's not worth it because stuff doesn't go up. Is not inflating quick enough. Yeah, but at right. the time, you'd buy really low, do it up a bit, and then sell really, really high because the prices were increasing like crazy. He and also invested. That's how he became a millionaire. It's amazing. He's what? a really smart guy. Yeah, and he invested in a shopping mall. <laughs> how much money do you have to have to invest in, in a shopping Columbus, mall? In Columbus, Ohio. It doesn't say. But he was also one of the founding celebrity investors in Planet Hollywood, that yeah. chain of restaurants. That went super well. Along with Bruce Willis, <laughs> Demi Moore, and Sylvester Stallone. So, yeah, he just like he just. Ran a good business and invested his money wisely, and he was a millionaire before he was thirty. And then he went into acting. This is still while he's p- competing. Yeah, right. Wild. Who's got the time? Because also, on top of all that, uh, he has a family. He married journalist Maria. Two families, right? <laughs> yes. Oh dear. He married journalist Maria Shriver. She was the niece of President John F. Kennedy. Which. I think it's quite funny because he said in the 60s he didn't agree with the Democratic presidents, ah. which is JFK. Ah. Well, they got married in 86 and they have four children, Catherine, and that's what we were saying ties in because she is now married to Chris Pratt. Right. Christina. So Chris Pratt married a Kennedy slash Schwarzenegger. Wow. Pretty cool. God, he nailed it. Um, Patrick and Christopher. Um, after 25 years together, the couple separated in 2011 after it was revealed that Arnie had fathered a son more than 14 years earlier with an employee in the household, Mildred Patricia Patty uh, Boehner. Um, and he says, after leaving the governor's office, I told my wife about this event, which occurred over a decade ago, which is what he said in a statement issued to the Times. In the statement, he did not mention that he had confessed to his wife only after she had confronted him with the information, which she had are done after confirming with the housekeeper what she had suspected. So she's Ugh. she's confirmed it all, and then he's like, oh, yeah. So the housekeeper had been with the family for 20 years and retired at the time of the separation. Oh, so she would have known the wife very well. Very well. They were pregnant at the same time. Oh. <laughs> so she was pregnant and working in the home while Maria was pregnant with the youngest of the couple's four children. Oh, they, strong tadpoles. <laughs> they both give birth to very muscular babies. <laughs> Well, the chances. So, um, uh, Boehner, the, the housekeeper's son, Joseph, was born on October 2nd, 1997, and Maria gave birth to Christopher a few days before on September 27, 1997. So, only a few days apart, these two boys. Um, he says, uh, Arnold, Arnie Schwarzenegger, says it took uh, seven or eight years before he found out that he had fathered a child with his housekeeper, and it was not until the boy started looking like him that he put things together. I remember the time some photos came out, and he looks very much like Arnie. Right. It's, uh, yeah, it's not great. Um, but, like, he, I mean, oh, you know what? That tone was wrong from me. It sounds like I was going to justify it. I just mean he's, like, done the right thing in terms of supporting the his families and everyone's okay. Oh, everyone's okay now? Everyone feels okay about it? I'm sure. Have you spoken to them? Yeah, I checked with them. <laughs> oh, that's great. So, oh, if anyone good. can afford two families. Great news. Totally. Like, he bought them a house and stuff. They're, they're fine. It's not... Well, actually, no, because her marriage also broke down. Anyway, it was not good. Um, but to lighten things up a bit, I have fun facts for the Ooh, end. Fun facts. Um, so, because he grew up during the um, Allied occupation of Austria, Arnie commonly saw... Heavy military vehicles such as tanks as a child. He kind of loved tanks. 
So he had one and he had to pay $20,000 in order to bring his Austrian Army M47 tank to the United States, States, which he previously operated during his mandatory service in 1965. So he brought his own tank over. That is that is amazing. $20,000 to bring a tank doesn't even sound like that much though, does yeah. it? Yeah. Feels that's like, a good deal. That's, like, that's the same price as like a Nissan. Yeah, yeah. The import taxes are crazy. Drive away no more to pay. In a Nissan. 20 grand. I like how Americans say Nissan. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Nissan. Adidas is fun. Adidas. Hyundai. They say Hyundai. For Hyundai. Aluminum. Oregano. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> it's oregano, you dickheads. <laughs> <laughs> um... In September 2015, the media announced that Schwarzenegger was going to replace Donald Trump as host of The New Celebrity Apprentice. This show, the 15th season of The Apprentice, aired during 2016-2017 TV season. In the I've show, this Me too. In the show, he used the phrases, you're terminated <laughs> and get to the chopper, which are quotes from his famous roles. <laughs> In March 2017, uh, Donald Trump had just been repeatedly criticising Arnie uh, and his his uh, role on the show. So Arnie said he was going to return for another season and he reacted to Trump's remarks via Instagram and said, hey, Donald, I have a great idea. Why don't we switch jobs? You take over TV because you're such an expert in ratings and I take over your job and then people can finally sleep comfortably again. Crikey. <laughs> oh, <laughs> on Instagram. Yeah, grand him. That's not where Donald is. Get him on Twitter. Get him no, on Twitter. He's all he about the gram. Imagine that combo kicking off. That'd be fun. That'd be amazing to watch. A um, couple last things. Obviously, Arnie is considered among the most important figures in the history of bodybuilding, and his legacy is commemorated in the Arnold Classic, which is an annual bodybuilding competition. But also, finally, I have a few of his records for some of his uh, lifting moves. So, for example, his record for a deadlift um, is 710 pounds or 320 kilos. Okay. Is that big? I oh. do 50 at the moment. Whoa. Oh. At my peak a few years ago, I did about 115. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 320 kilos he's lifting that. That sounds a lot. That's fucked. His bench press, his record is 520 pounds, 240 kilos. I've got no scale, but that sounds amazing. I mean, think of something that weighs 240 kilos, then lie on your back and lift it up over you. All right, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, you're doing it pretty comfortably. Yeah, wow. Oh, a little niggle in the right elbow, but don't worry. And, yep. Dave, are you the strongest wow. man alive? I didn't know this about you, Dave. Wow. Uh, I mean, I have broken a sweat, I'll admit that. So His squat, his squat was similar, 247 kilos or 545 pounds. Uh, he's clean and jerk, your favourite. How long did he take? <laughs> Seven seconds. 298 pounds or 135 kilos. Jeez, that's a whopper. That is insane. Anyway, that uh, those are the records of Arnold Schwarzenegger, and that is my report on Arnie. My favourite actor. We did what it. What a guy. And, you know, he <laughs> A lot of things in there, and you even squeezed in a sex scandal. Yeah, you got to squeeze in the sex scandal. I. It's funny until you started saying, "I'm like, oh, and I, I had forgotten about that." But Me I too. I didn't think I knew that at all. I didn't know about no, that. No, somehow that I was, missed that. It was real big news at the time, but you were probably focusing on other things. Was that 2011? I was at uni. 
Yeah, so sunny I was journalism. De- I was definitely- <laughs> you probably weren't paying attention to the news. <laughs> um, I find his achievements very inspiring. Yeah. And he, because of he's achieved so much, he's he's often speaks at like universities and things like that. There's a few videos on YouTube when he talks about like everything they said I couldn't be, in, uh, you know, mm. they said I couldn't go to America and I did it. They said I couldn't be a bodybuilder and I did it. They said I couldn't be an actor because of my name and my voice and I Do did the it. Voice. They said I couldn't be a politician and I did it. Mm-hmm. And I just find all that stuff pretty inspiring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's obviously a very driven person. He'd probably be a nightmare to be around. People that are that driven, it's like you can't sit still, you know? Mm. But it is very, uh, yeah, very impressive. All right. Well, that brings us to the point of the episode that everyone loves. It's the Fact, Quote, or Question segment where patrons on the Sydney Schoenberg Deluxe Memorial Rest in Peace level get to give us a fact, a quote, or a question. Uh, And there's a little jingle that I think Jess does. No. No, there isn't. I was Fact, quote, or question. Ding. Thank you. And this week... uh, It's, It's wrong, but okay. Just do it. It's James Cox, and he's given himself the title... Master of Matching Outfits. Oh, I love that. And his question, he's asking a question. Great. His question is, you guys do a lot of reports about amazing people, Mm -hmm. but I've always been curious as to who you guys would consider your personal heroes and why. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Jeez, that was appropriate timing for that question. Personal heroes. It's a tough one. I've never really thought about a hero. There's obviously people that I look up to in a bunch of different ways. Yeah. I'm not sure about that. No, that is a tough one. My dad. Yeah. Like, it's probably the same for all of you, my dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah your dad all. for sure. I think, yeah, like my parents, uh, grandparents, a lot of family that I look up to. Yeah, they're kind of your role models. I mean, growing up as a kid, my brother was definitely my hero. I copied everything he did. I played every sport he played. I, like I just chased. I just fought, I adored him. Yeah. Now I'm like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, he's great. Um, but yeah, I think I don't know. Heroes are a bit different as you get older, aren't they? Like, you don't really aspire to be superheroes anymore. You just sort of see traits in people that are admirable, and you think, yeah, I'd, I'd like to be like that. Yeah. Yeah. As a kid, sincere? it would have been like footballers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Or superheroes, or you know. Fictional characters or Captain something. Planet, for example. Yeah. Ah, uh, he's a hero. Going to mm. take pollution down, down to zero. Down to zero. Hmm. Wind. I, water, heart, go planet. Now the planet is yours. I am Captain Planet. Captain Planet, <laughs> he's a hero. Going to take pollution down to zero. He's going to help him put a thunder. Bad guys who like yeah, to loot and, and plunder. plunder. You'll, You'll pay, pay for this, Captain, Captain Planet. Planet. All right, so collectively our answer is Captain Planet. Yeah. Where the planet is, sorry. You, you can, can be one too. Because saving our planet is the thing to do. Looting and polluting is not the way. Here's what Captain Planet has to say. The power is yours. <laughs> Go, Planet. Great. Am I adding... I think Captain Planet's our hero. Yeah. He's my absolute hero. My actual oh. hero is Captain Pollution. I'm <laughs> Captain Pollution. Whoa. Do you remember that? Do you remember yeah, I do that? remember no. that. He came back a couple of times. He did. And was, he had like the... Was op- he just green and Captain he had, Planet? Instead of the five positive rings, there were five negative rings. And he had like scabs and stuff on him. Yeah. He looked a bit, he looked a bit um, off. Captain Pollution. And he loved like rubbish. 
Yeah. Oh, trash. I love trash. I love getting done trash. Yeah. Do you think um, Do you think James is going to be satisfied with that answer? I think but so. But our hero is Captain Planet. He's a pretty wholesome guy. Who's your comedy hero? Do you have one? I don't uh, know if I have one necessarily. That's a tough one, you too. You say tripod sometimes. Well, yeah, that's definitely why I – that would have been my main intro into comedy. Oh, I mean, my intro would have been going to see David O'Doherty. Yeah, right. for sure. I'm still a huge fan. Lano and Woodley, for sure. I reckon Anthony Morgan on TV as mm-hmm. a kid, he was on like a great – one of the great debates. I reckon that's the first time I was like, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> um, yeah, cool. You guys are my comedy – Oh, obviously. You too. Was you... that Was that a given? In in certain ways, you too, I look up to you in certain ways. Other ways. In what ways? Could not look any further down. Tell me which ways you look up to me. Can't, it would hurt my neck to look that far down. Okay, yeah, but tell me the ways you look up. Uh, what do you like about me? I think you're, I like it, like in recent times, you've you've had like this wild sort of uh, um, like stillness of mind to, to look at the big picture and, and make, cool decisions that I'm like, I don't think I would have been able to do that. I've said no to things. Yeah. <laughs> Which I find hard to do. Yeah, me too, to be honest. I'm just like, oh, amazing that you go, I actually don't think this will make me happier. And mm. I'm like, fuck, that's a, <laughs> it's a wild idea. Yeah, but you two should say no to drugs like Jess did. <laughs> Yeah, I'm be like, a nerd did, like how me. Did she, how'd she say no? <laughs> yeah, I just can't. That guy in the alleyway. <laughs> he said, you want cool. some drugs? <laughs> or you can look at my horse. Oh, that was cool. It'll cost you the same. I'd pick the horse. Look at a horse instead of drugs. Yeah, good call. You could look at a horse for longer than drugs last. Yeah. <laughs> what, do, what do they last, four or five seconds? <laughs> <laughs> look at but a horse for amazing four years. Five years. But then the damage lasts forever. <laughs> I think I really look up to Dave's positivity. He's nearly always positive. He cra- occasionally cracks. But it's very and it's very And it's pretty fun to very see. Very fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dave is, of the three no, of fun. us, and I think you'll agree, Matt, the most consistent. Yeah, he is. His mood is always the same. Yeah. And yeah. you, like... Always seeing the, the good side of things. Um, and yeah, yeah. Being on tour with you is very easy because yeah. in the morning you're like, hey, and at night you're like, hey. Hey, good night. There's, All right. no, there's no change. Whereas I'll be like, I'm hungry and I'll drop a lot. And I'll be tired <laughs> inevitably. Guys. <laughs> but I think we've figured each other out. Yeah, we're pretty good now. <laughs> um, I admire you guys too, by the way. Yeah, and Matt's all right. Yeah. I admire, Matt, your ability to just get it done. Sometimes uh, you'll be like up till like four or five in the morning just getting something done, like writing a report or something. You're like, I went to bed for two hours last night. I'm like, I would have cracked. I would have like fallen yeah. asleep. But you just you deadlines. I go, like, oh, well, yeah, if I've You're got amazing. something coming, I have to get it done. <laughs> yeah, you just get it done. Uh, the second fact quote or question of this week is our Simpsons guy, who's given himself the title That Simpsons Guy, Jacob Lane. <laughs> Jacob Lane. Hello, Jacob Lane. You better squeeze in. A, I don't think we've had a I was thinking about, we were talking about Jurassic Park before, and I just made me think of Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> you remember that? <laughs> no. When um, <laughs> Principal no. Skinner's talking to Apu about how he's going to write a film, and the plot is clearly Jurassic Park, and he says, and I call it <laughs> Billy and the Clonosaurus. <laughs> and Apu's like, what are you talking about, you idiot? Has <laughs> Arnie ma- a film, the biggest movie. Has Arnie ever made a, a cameo? Like oh, well, Rainier Wolfcastle oh, is a parody oh, of him. Yeah. Of course. 
Uh, so glad we squeezed it in there. Well yes. done. Got it in there. Mendoza! <laughs> so Jacob Lane asks a question as well. Two questions. His question is, so I've already given a fact and a quote, so I'll ask you guys a question this time. Great. I'm sure you often get asked what your favourite episode or character from The Simpsons is, but I was wondering what your favourite joke or gag is. My personal favourite is the guy incognito bit from the episode Fear of Flying. Ooh, tough question without so notice. So hard. Um, oh, my favourite character if you had asked would have been Lionel Hutz. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, good one. The Phil Hartman characters are so good. Yeah, they're so, so funny. Favorite joke or gag? I mean, the one that I I love put it in H that you guys did. Hadn't <laughs> yeah, that's great. That is, I remember H. that vaguely. Uh, I one I, I mean, there's so many that I quote a lot. One of them is, um, when Homer. Uh, there's my exact double. <gasps> that dog has a puffy tail. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I must study this man. My, I think one that I quote a lot is, you'll have to speak up by wearing a towel. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Because I am often wearing a towel. Yeah, you get around in towels a lot, like right now. Yeah. I also love uh, Barry, Bert, Bort. <laughs> Bort? My son no. is also. come along, Bort. I'm sorry, were you talking to me? My son is also named Bort. <laughs> I love that so that much. Good. That's a good bit. Um, oh, and I like, I like the whole episode where it's in the future and Lisa's a president. Oh, that's a good one. What happened to you, China? You used to be cool. That's great. I love that. There was that line, uh, which I think we got sometimes, which isn't super funny. It's just kind of mean. Hugh Grant mm. says to Lisa, you're like a flower who grew out of a pot of dirt. <laughs> Describing the, <laughs> the Simpsons as a pot of dirt. But also, that's, of course, that's where a flower grows. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if anything, your parents should be the dirt that nourishes you and helps you grow. Yes. You know, that's the dream of any parent, I believe, to be dirt. You know? Yes, that's beautiful. There's nourishment in there. Yeah. The line, the line that I think I've also mentioned recently was uh, the Shelbyvillian grandpa who says, and with that, <laughs> we cast out that evil <laughs> the lemon, lemon tree. tree and let's have a celebratory drink of turnip juice. <laughs> There's a le- there's a lemon behind that yellow lemon shaped rug. <laughs> that episode's got so much, oh, so many good. Troy. Stuff. He, he, he's running. Homer's running from the the junkyard dog to get back into the camper van, and he throws it some meat <laughs> to slow it down, but it eats the meat in one gulp, and it only makes him faster. <laughs> well, then they're trying to drive away, and Flanders <laughs> yeah. is like. Someone's using all the juice. He's like got a turkey baster. He's got yeah. the whole thing. Of it. Yeah. It's like, I thought you said you could read lips. I assumed I could. <laughs> That's a great line. All the all the bits from the you know the hammock region of the. Oh, uh, yeah. That's down on third. That whole episode. I mean, they're two of my all time favorite episodes, right? Yeah, there. they're two of my. Top you ever seen a man say goodbye to his own shoes? Yeah, <laughs> once. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Thompson bits for I think he's talking to you. <laughs> yeah, that is. Oh, there's so many. Jacob Lane, what a question we could do this all night. The problem is I don't read them out beforehand, so yeah. there's no no notice. But, yeah, oh, well, thanks for helping us reminisce there, Jacob. That's fun. It's funny that we had more answers for favourite Simpsons joke than who's your hero. <laughs> <laughs> Lionel Hutz. <laughs> oh, Matt Groening, obviously. Of course. Uh, well, that brings us to uh, everyone, else, everyone else's favourite section of the show, and that is where we thank a few other Patreons. Jess, you normally have a little game here. Mm. What do you reckon this week? Okay, so what I was just thinking before is that we name 
this their sequel. Ah, uh, so Terminator Two: Judgment Day. Yeah. Is he? Well, he's also in Expendables Two, mm-hmm. which is Judgment Day. <laughs> uh, which basically means we're coming up with a film in the first place, and then. Okay. A sequel. Oh, is it, and is there going to be a twin sequel? They've been talking about that for a long time. Did oh, you come I across that with possibly Eddie Murphy being involved? It's like a triplet. A triplet type. Yeah. Oh. And also, did you come across a story that that was his most profitable movie? I did not. Twin. Is that true. Because him and Danny DeVito got like they signed on and they said, "Oh, we'll just take a percentage oh. of the profits," and it ended up being a massive hit. And they both made, you know, like tens of millions of dollars each. And I wouldn't have been, ex- I guess the studio were like, this isn't going to be. Yeah, it's a bit of a risk. It's a bit yeah. of a weird movie, an idea that Danny DeVito and Arnie are twins. And then it was just like, yeah, a massive success and that they were just cashing the, those checks forever. Whoa. Love it. Uh, all right. So I'll kick it off uh, by thanking, if I can. Please. From Glenside in, I reckon, Pennsylvania, PA, it's Michelle Lineberger. Michelle Lineberger. One burger, Lineberger. One Liberty Bell. <laughs> Two <laughs> Liberty Bells. Come on, Liberty Bell. A ch- oh, I mean, yes, a, three Liberty Bells. Mr. Simpson, I'm really going to need you to move your finger. A cherry. <laughs> He's so Mr. ashamed. Simpson. Another good bit. Okay, all right. Michelle Lineberger. I'm going to say Lineberger. Lineberger. Michelle Leinberger. She'd go around just making people hungry all the time. Film is called The Salesman. Two. (laughs) Salesman two, Two. back in the briefcase. Yes. (laughs) Salesman two, back in the briefcase. I like it. Michelle Leinberger. And on the poster, she's... She's like running and she's holding a briefcase and you can see that it's open and there's a gun in there. Because oh. the salesman's just a cover. It's a cover. Oh. Love it. Michelle is badass. That's badass. That's badass. I'd also love to thank, thank you so much, Michelle. I'd also love to thank from Palmyra in Western Australia, Luke Wood. Luke Wood. Who we Wood. met when we were over there last year. He oh, g- Luke, yeah. He gave me a West Coast Eagles stubby buddy, which I've been using. Thank yep. you so much, Luke. For your fine work. Now, what kind of film is The Woodman in? Woodman Cometh was the original. Yeah, this And it was is... about a, a guy, axe man mm-hmm. who's chopping down trees. And then he heard a, a call from down yonder uh-huh. and it opened up a world of mystery and intrigue. And that was Woodman Cometh. Yeah. And this is Woodman Cometh 2, Woodman Taketh Away. Oh. <laughs> Luke Wood. That's that's good. I would see both of those <laughs> in one sitting. Yeah, big time. I'd do a back-to-back. I'd do a marathon. Like, much like we were with the Terminator films. Cannot wait, guys. Cannot wow. Wait. I've never been so excited about something. Um, and that I... says a lot about my life. So we're going to do back-to-back one night. I reckon. Oh, sounds, if you're up for it. Yeah. Sounds so tedious. That's too much time to spend. Oh, How much popcorn? I'll get you, like, jumbo. My God. The Astor sometimes do uh, the back-to-backs. So maybe. Yeah, yeah, true. Not that long ago they did, uh, and I wish I'd seen it. I wish I'd gone. I'll tell you what. It was a Die Hard slash Terminator 2. Oh. They're both sequels? Great. Uh, just, yeah, oh, original th- Yeah, they just put them both together. It's like two of the greatest action movies of all time. Love two it. of my favorite all-time films, and I wish I'd seen it. May I thank some people as well? Yes, please. I would love to thank from Sutton in Surrey. Sutton. I would love to thank Elizabeth Joyce. 
Oh, that's nice. Yeah, Elizabeth, Elizabeth Joyce. Joyce. Lizzie Joyce. Lizzie J. And the film is called Water Dragon 2. That's the original. Dragon You to Hell. <gasps> Whoa. Water like Dragon it. 2, Dragon You to Hell. So Water Dragon 1 is just water, the Water Dragon. Water Dragon. Water Dragon. This is Water Dragon 2. Dragon, dragon you to hell. It's <laughs> so good. What's it about? It's a horror film. Oh, it sounds so good. And they, the water dragon drags you to what, hell through the bath hole. No, you're in a lake. Oh, through the lake hole. Through the lake hole to Whoa. hell. That sucks. You gotta get out. Oh, you gotta get out. So we, that's not the end. You gotta get out of hell. Oh my goodness! Can't wait for the third quill. The thweequil. Thweequil. <laughs> the squeakquil. That's very cute. Um, I would also love to thank. Thank you, Elizabeth. And I would also love to thank from Newcastle, here in New South Wales, Jess Jones. Okay. Ooh, Jess Already sounds Jones. like a superhero now. JJ. Uh, potato Run 2. 2. Sweet Potato. Ah. Potato Run 2, Sweet Potato. No offence to Jess Jones, but that sucks. sounds like a bomb. <laughs> oh, what are you talking <laughs> about? What's it about? What's Potato Run 2 about, Sweet Potato? Uh, well, in the first movie... <laughs> also, I'm going to start calling you Sweet Potato from Thank now you on. so much. In the first movie, Potato Run... I'm going to call you Yam. All right. <laughs> Well, it was people that were kicked off their land. They were uh, potatoes. It's a, it's a very dark movie, the first one. Tragic, tragic movie. And they were moved off their land and they were potato growers. But Potato Run 2 is much nicer because mm-hmm. they've just discovered that they can grow sweet potatoes and can profit twice as much. And, and that su- cash is extra sweet. And sweet potato fries are just like suddenly quite popular. So yeah, so it's a real boom. Well. So it's a real turnaround. So the first one was a tragedy comedy and the second <laughs> one is a uh, romantic comedy. Oh, Yeah, you better believe that there's a farmer boy next door that's quite good looking. Is there like a, a – so it's like, you know, cute and romantic comedy but then there's like a sex scene that you're like, whoa, that was a bit Where'd graphic. <laughs> yeah, like For a rom- Extremely graphic. What are they doing with that sweet potato? Oh my god! Yeah, they showed it in detail. Um, Yes, so potato run to sweet potato. I think it's great. Okay, you're the kind of people that have been like Star Wars. That sounds dumb. (laughs) Pass, (laughs) idiots. (laughs) Yeah, we're the idiots. Star Wars two sweet potato, the film that never was. (laughs) Thank you very very much there to Jess Jones. Thank you, Jess Jones. Great name, by the way. Yeah, Jones, what a great name. Also, uh, I'd like to thank also my name. Oh. Now from Milton Keynes in the Greatest Britain, I would like to thank Jay Manangi. 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 Jay Manangi. Jay Manangi. Oh, okay. Uh well the original film Jay was in was called uh Big Bad Biker Boy from Boston. Um Yeah, loved it, that. And then the sequel. Love that film. <laughs> what was the, what was the sequel? The sequel was uh Uh-huh. Uh big bit bigger, bikier, boyer. Badder boy. Badder back in Boston too. Ah. So it was confusing because it was like they got the two at the end, even though it had already sort of sequelized all the other words. But it was a big hit at the box office. Wow. Bigger, badder, boyer, bo- from Bos- back in Boston, mm-hmm. and that starred Jay Menangi. Oh, starred him? No, <laughs> no, he financed it. 
Oh. Our producer. He's making all the money when that's obviously that's a hit. That's it, what you want. Yeah, he got a bit he got a big piece of the back end. Uh, thank you, Jade. I'd also finally like to thank from Bakersfield, California. <gasps> and uh I imagine that your governor used to be Arnold Schwarzenegger, so how appropriate here. I would like to thank Bakersfield. I would like to thank Andrew and Flores. Andrew <laughs> Like All right, it's going to be a spooky film. Yeah, I get it. I said that like Andrew. <laughs> Andrew. Um, okay. It's uh, set in an oven. Okay. okay um, so people have died in this oven. Spook oven. Spook oven. And <laughs> spook oven. And the spook oven. Spook uh-huh. coven. So yes. there's things going on there. That's the initial. What's a spook coven too? What's the tag on that? Spook Oven 2, it's witching time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like that. So they're like, they're all mini ghosts inside an oven. Yeah. And they then they they have to they spook each other and fight each other. But don't think that because they're little, they're not spooky. No. Because they're very spooky. Yeah. <laughs> they're Every, just very I mean, small. Like spiders, they're terrifying, they're small. But, yeah, these are a little bit spooky. Yeah. Oh, God, I got shivers just thinking <laughs> about it. <laughs> Oh, so spooked. Oh, Andrew and Flores, your movie has really affected us emotionally. <laughs> <laughs> and that, <coughs> thank you to all those supporters. Uh, let's have a look, see if there's anyone who's ready to be inducted into the Triptych Club, which is for people who've been supporting the show for three years plus uh, on the $5 or above section. Uh, let me see. What's the date uh, this week? Twenty. It comes out on the 26th. That means we've got a couple of inductees. Three. No, two. Including... One. From Sydney. Uh, he's a buff man. Very similar sort of physique to Arnold Schwarzenegger. It's Dan Barley. Dan Barley. Dan Barley, the yoga man from Thanks, Sydney. Thanks, Dan. By Britain. Thanks, Dan. You're legend. I can't believe you've been around all these years. Yeah, it's so nice. I think I, think I first met him at the first time we did a live show in... In Sydney. Yeah, I think so. And also, we've met at live shows before from Carshalton in England. It's Robert Farley. Robert Farley. Thank you, Robert. Thank you. Welcome into the Triptych Club. Make yourself at home. <laughs> so it's like a little lodge. Grab yourself a cocktail yeah. and some nibblies. Yes, we've got an assortment of nibblies. Enjoy. Some pretzels. Dip? Oh, you're making me so hungry. Did We're not have... allowed to eat them, unfortunately. Did you have dinner? I did. I had some shepherd's pie. Good job. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that brings us to the end of this mother-flipping episode. Wow, what an episode it's been. Let's go back and think about all the good times. Uh, but we'll do that off pod. Yeah. yeah which we usually do. It's a debrief where we just relive the memories. We follow. just listen back to the whole thing. If you're if you're keen, you can follow us on all the social medias, pretty much all the classic ones at <laughs> Do Go On Pod, and you can get us an email at Do Go On Pod. Yes, at Gmail. <laughs> yep. You can find our website Do Go On Pod. dot com. Yep. That sounded short, but that's our website. You are. Uh... <laughs> And I'm sure of everything. Have you uh, wrapped up the show before? <laughs> <laughs> You've got uh, all sorts of things on there, including all our live dates coming up. Uh, We've also got a merch section, so you can buy T-shirts and what else is on there? Got a pin. Pin. And, um, yeah, so get on there, get involved, enjoy yourself. Uh, Indulge. But, 
we'll be back next week with another huge report. I've I've already been looking into it, and it's a banger. People are going to love it. Is I've it a, huge? It's big. It's almost too big to fail. Yet somehow <laughs> it finds a way. Oh, no. It's impressive. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, until then, uh, as we always say here, suck it, fuck it, uh, best of luck. Ben. Wait, no, that's a different show. <laughs> Laters. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.